right, hear me out, Elizabeth. I feel like you and Brad would be good together. Why? Why are you so rude? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just picture it. He's tall. He has kind of like a nerdy stature, but he's still attractive and he's I never cool said he wasn't he's, attractive. <laughs> he's looking out for Janet the whole time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Art of Costume. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Dr. Spencer Furter. Hello, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Friend. I can't. I don't even know what you just said there. <laughs> Dr. Spence and Furter. I practiced Dr. that on my walk this morning. Spence and Furter. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Elizabeth? Nothing much. Uh-oh. Working. What was that? <laughs> there was a little bit of a pause. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about my life. Uh, working with the theater again, which is cool. That's exciting. And fun. Yeah. You, sh- it's, you should leave Jesus. with the theater part. Yeah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what are you doing in the theater? I'm excited about this. Uh, we're doing Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes, so, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, working on the costume crew? Working on the costume crew, yes. Because um, you could not get me into a musical if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a play. I will not I will yeah. not do a musical. Too bad um, we're talking about this during our musical cabaret month, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love a musical. I love a musical. Have no desire to um, get up on stage <laughs> and perform said musical <laughs> so yeah at the beginning of that and then we have so much stuff going on between podcast and blog oh yeah it's crazy i know it's busy it's confusing i barely even know what title i'm talking about at all times <laughs> this is uh, very true but yesterday <laughs> was exciting for you oh my gosh yeah so by the time you're hearing this was it June. Yeah. So <laughs> yesterday, uh, our friend Kate Hawley, costume designer of Crimson Peak and the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power was in town. And I moderated a Q&A with her at the Costume Designers Guild. So yes. that was so fun. And thank you to everyone who came out. If you didn't hear about it and you're like, what the heck? I believe the Costume Designers Guild is posting it on YouTube at some point. There's lots of cameras, nice. so they're recording it for somebody. So I'm <laughs> assuming it's a public audience. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it was so fun and actually kind of reminded me, maybe this is a good time for you and I to make like a little kind of a sneak peek announcement because, you know, today we're talking about musical which happens to be kind of spooky and people celebrate like halloween and june and july you know kind of to get start to get hyped yes that's true that's true and then i talked to kate holly yesterday and i just thought maybe it's a good time to say that you know 
maybe Elizabeth and I have some plans of Kate Holly for our Halloween season. So stay yes. tuned for that. Yeah, everybody stay tuned. And then I feel like... A year like in the making. <laughs> a year in the making. Like, I feel like, especially this year, we've been, like, crossing stuff off our, like, podcast, like, bucket list. Yeah. Literally Which in brings... January, we're like, Halloween and Christmas. What Christmas. are our goals? <laughs> yeah. But that brings me to happy two-year anniversary, Spencer. Oh, my gosh. No way. This is our two-year anniversary episode. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> sick. I didn't even realize that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What? Do we have cake or something? I feel so no. underprepared now. Me, too. I only realized this last night when I was, like, looking through, like, the spreadsheet of when things are going <laughs> to um, be <laughs> posted. Is... I was like, oh, this is this is that. This is that episode. <laughs> that is embarrassing, but I couldn't think of a better episode to celebrate, actually, because this is a real party episode. But yes. with that being said, like, thank you all so much for listening. It's kind of crazy how fast this like podcast has kind of blown up for us. It was I always bring up like the Corella and Captain America, like messy episodes that we were just like doing to yeah. have a good time. And now I feel like the podcast is growing at a rate that sometimes I feel like we can't even handle. <laughs> yes. And thank you all for that. It is so appreciated. And we're, gl we're glad you enjoy what costume and learning about it and us talking about it. Yeah. And all the great guests we've had along the way. And of course, our beloved Lord Daniel, who makes it all happen. Yes. None of it would be possible without him. Seriously. I mean, like, 100%. We would have quit after Captain America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was not for Daniel. <laughs> yeah. So I wake up every day thankful for him and thankful for you, Elizabeth. Oh, thank you, Spencer. And thank you for being like, hey, we should do, you should come help me on the blog. Yeah. And then being like, hey, let's do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this this was not on my radar to do in my life. So yeah. thank I mean, you. I feel the same way. Never on my radar. But with that, I think we should throw like a funky party this week for our musical yes. cabaret month. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Spencer, what did we watch this week? This week we watched the infamous, the legendary, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I am so excited also because this was not on our regularly scheduled programming for this no. month. But uh, some things changed and Elizabeth was like, do you want to do Rocky Horror? And I kind of spit my water out because I was so <laughs> out of left field. And I was like, yes, immediately. Yes. <laughs> it is so exciting because like I watched this. It's like it's definitely like just a part of American culture, this movie uh, and the stage play. And I had only seen it once before. And I was always really? like, oh, like I liked it. And then I was like, when we were trying to like, you know, rearrange our schedule, I was trying to think like what would fit this month. And then I was like, oh, wait, Rocky Horror. Like, of course. Yeah, it's I've seen it a thousand times and it's just you're right. It's so engraved into like American culture, theater, uh, musicals. Horror. I mean, it's just everything. And just think of like the legendary cast that's in this, you know, Susan Sarandon and Tim Curry. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, it's an incredible film. Uh, and it just makes you feel happy 
also kind yeah. of a little weird. It's also extremely, we've talked about this before, extremely horny vibes. The show absolutely is just off the chart on a horny meter. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. And Spencer, why don't you start us with a summary? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Elizabeth and I were so excited. I, of course, forgot to write a summary. <laughs> so instead of me writing one, Elizabeth was like, wait. You should actually just try to just do it by memory. (laughs) So here is my summary of Rocky Horror Picture Show. A newly brought together couple who is going to be getting married. What's the word? Engaged. Engaged. A newly engaged couple (laughs) gets a flat tire and ends up at a spooky castle Full of people in cool outfits from Transylvania and a mad scientist who makes a super hot guy in a gold speedo fall in love with everybody and then they all hook up but then they mad at each other for getting you know hooked up and stuff but then they like it but then he gets upset and kills meatloaf and then turns people into <laughs> statues <laughs> and then the Transylvanians actually are like, we got to get out of here. And, you know, and then they leave back to Transylvania. And that is Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was a beautiful description. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, if you have not seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show or the stage play, uh, go watch it. Because, like, you can't understand what we're talking about unless you see yeah. the movie. <laughs> Like, you just can't. There's no way. It's pretty wild. (laughs) It is wild. And it was wild as we go behind the costumes. We have director Jim Sharman and costume designer Sue Blaine. Uh, You will know her work from Lady Jane, the Droughtman's contract for which she got a BAFTA nomination, and the... Porgy and Bess American Playhouse Great Performance Special for which she got an Emmy nomination. And while this doesn't seem like a lot, she has spent the majority of her career designing sets and costumes for ballet, theater, and opera. She received a MBE in 2007 and is a royal designer for industry, which she received in 2005. Wow. So she has twice been recognized by the British royal family for her work in okay. theater and the arts. Well, we bow to thee. Yes. <laughs> uh, but when it came to Rocky Horror Picture Show, she w- first designed the play, the original run of the Rocky Horror Show. However, she wasn't really interested in doing it. But then Jim was like, let's hang out. And the LA Times (laughs) quoted her saying, Jim and I got along like a house on fire. While he was outlining the plot, we got incredibly drunk and then went around the Royal Court Theater. When I realized that Tim Curry and some other friends of mine were going to be in it, I thought, oh, this is the beginning to sound like a wonderful idea. By three o'clock in the morning, with the start of a t- start of a terrible hangover, I was doing Rocky. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, wild. 
Right? I'm like, whoa, that was like, what a way to get a job. Because she just like wasn't really, there was like no budget for it. She was like, I just like, this is not something I feel like doing. And then she actually met with Jim and was like, okay. And she had, uh, she knew Tim Curry had done a play with him recently. So she was like, well, I like Tim Curry and I'm going to be working with friends. So like, I guess. Yeah. And the look is something that you can't you can't mistake Rocky Horror for anything else. No. And the LA Times quotes her as saying for the inspiration behind Rocky that it was the beginning of Glitter Rock. The look was showing up in Chelsea and in King's Road. The reason the costumes were a hit is we had picked up on something that had just begun. Ooh. I so love it's, that. yeah, she was like picking up on like the cultural zeitgeist was like okay let's like get into this and the costumes as the la time quotes her were not something she was used to doing she said at the time they were quite anarchic from a costume point of view to see the body so close and so rough was a terrific shock unless you were used to seeing strip shows (laughs) now they don't seem so shocking you see people in the tube station that look far more bizarre and with less clothing. That's fair. Yes. So, <laughs> but at the time in like the early 70s, this was like very, very different. Yeah. I for... mean, even today, I feel like when I see Rocky, I'm just like, wow, this is, yeah, <laughs> very different. Very different. Um, I mean, I feel like it's something we're much more used to now. But then it was a no-go. And then nowadays, it's just like, it's such a specific look. Yeah. That you're like, oh, Rocky Horror. And like, you don't really see it anywhere else. But you're like, that is Rocky Horror. Yeah. And we'll talk about later. But, you know, it's become such like a cult classic. And people recreating these costumes all the time for their own, you know, performances or just screenings. I mean, Rocky Horror just transcends time. It does. And after she did the London run of the show, she also went to Australia to design the first run of Rocky Horror in Australia. And I believe she did the first run, which was unsuccessful in America. (laughs) And so she spent a couple of years doing Rocky. And then it was such a success that they were like, oh, let's do a movie of it. And she had no interest. She had no interest in doing the movie, Um, especially for Are You Ready? To know the budget Uh of Rocky Horror Picture Show costume department, Spencer. I'm very nervous. (laughs) (laughs) $1,600. What? (laughs) That's crazy. $1,600? How? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No way. So she had quite the challenge in front of her, but was convinced to come back. And design the movie. And with that, let's take a little break. I am shivering with anticipation. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. 
ready for a wedding? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I kind of forgot that the it started with a wedding when I rewatched mm. it this morning. Right? I forgot about that whole like opening song of theirs. And also it wasn't until I was doing the research that I realized like all these people are also like the Transylvanians. Okay, that's what I thought when I was rewatching it this morning. I'm like, these people look familiar, but Yeah. The priest is Tim Curry. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which it's like it's shocking to see him look like that. But I'm like, I've, oh, okay. I've seen this a thousand times and today was the first time I noticed. I was like, wait, that's Tim Curry. <laughs> I like maybe I would have like I literally just as I was doing the research, they were like, oh, yeah, everybody is in this opening scene. I was like, oh, OK, great. Um, <laughs> we're dumb. Anyways. <laughs> uh, it's just I mean, I feel like that's something you would pick up on like a second watch of a movie, not necessarily like the first. You're right. But I love this scene just because it's so it's the exact opposite of what the re rest of the film is going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's very sophisticated. Also, I would say, like, it, it's giving, like, 70s wedding vibes. You know, it feels mm -hmm. very, like, actually in the period. So it just really blends in and it kind of almost, like, sets you up for, like, this big... You know, once we actually get to the castle, you're like, oh, okay, this is a pretty wild, uh, horrific sci-fi movie. Uh, it's so much fun. I love the colors that they use for the wedding, too. All the, like, pinks and whites and some blues yellows it's really fun and spring like absolutely and it so contrasts when they get to the castle yes and that contrast was and was not exactly what sue was going for as she told the rocky horror picture show official magazine <laughs> in 1979 she said their costumes took a lot of work and i'm not all pleased with the results what? Because the first 20 minutes of the film was supposed to be in black and white, and the Transylvanians played a key part in the color switch. In the black and white sequence, they looked quite proper, dressed in their tuxedos. But when the film went to color, you suddenly, uh, you were suddenly supposed to notice that underneath their conventional jackets, they were wearing these ridiculously bright shirts Ooh. i was hoping it would be really a really magic moment under the circumstances it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, i, I kind of get her disappointment <laughs> yeah no that would have been a cool transition but it's funny because these are actually my favorite costumes in the film i really love the transylvanian costumes they've just always been to me like so punk but you know mm -hmm. fun and colorful they were wearing like the coolest glasses very fashion forward. I've just always loved these costumes. So I, I love them too. I'd kind of forgotten about the Transylvanians. And when I saw them, I was like, Oh yeah. This like opening, like I remember like the song and like the opening sequence, but not like the Transylvanians specifically. And then it's just like, Oh, they're like fun and bright. And it's like, they're like wacky, but also like reserved in a way that the rest of them aren't. I'm like, this is like, it just adds to, like, the whole, like, strangeness of the situation. Right. The um, time warp is forever iconic. It's probably the best, I don't know, three minutes of film ever. It's just brilliant. I could watch it over and over and over. Absolutely. And then I especially love 
uh, Columbia in this opening scene. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, so many sequins that look so good. Yeah, I love that. I, I love Columbia's costume. I was always fascinated with like the sequin top that she was wearing and the bow mm-hmm. tie. Yeah, I don't. It gives me very like like late 2010s vibes. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this was very much a look. So maybe like that's why. Right. <laughs> I'm like, like I a New Year's Eve type of look. Yeah, but when designing the overall look of Rocky, um, she explained it to the official magazine, saying, "When I designed Rocky, I never." looked at any science fiction movies or comic books. One just automatically knows what spacesuits look like. The same way one intuitively knows how Americans dress. <laughs> I had never been to the United States, but I had this fixed idea of how people looked there. Americans wore polyester so their clothes wouldn't crease and their trousers were a bit too short. <laughs> Since they're very keen on sports, white socks and t- white t-shirts played in an integral part in their wardrobe. Of course, since doing Rocky, I have been to the United States and I admit it was a bit of a generalization, <laughs> but my ideas worked perfectly for Brad and <laughs> Janet. That's and so funny. I love that, like, because this is like a science fiction movie, technically. Right. And I love that she was like, yeah, like everybody knows what science fiction looks like. That's not what I was going for. But everybody also knows what Americans look like. And that's what I was going for. Yeah. (laughs) In this interview, she's like, yeah, they wear polyester and ill-fitting pants and probably red and white stripes and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Which which I'm like, that's not too far off for the 70s. Like, everybody was definitely wearing polyester in the 70s. That's a fair point, Sue. Very fair point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do love uh, Janet, played by Susan Sarandon. Oh, the best. Because, like, I always see Susan Sarandon in very, like like strong female roles and then this she's such like a fainting like almost victorian lady and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) susan sarandon yeah i love this role i have a big crush on susan sarandon in this movie as janet (laughs) she's just brilliant and i love like that first costume she's wearing that pink uh just kind of like really proper dress with the white sweater over it she just looks so adorable, so cute, so innocent and you know, vulnerable, which really plays into like the arc of her character throughout this wild hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, long live Susan Sarandon. Absolutely. And I also like Brad, um, played by Barry Botswick. Like, he's annoying, but he's like that american boy scout annoying so you don't like exactly where he's coming from all the time all right hear me out elizabeth i feel like you and brad would be good together why why are you so rude (laughs) (laughs) i mean just picture it he's tall he has kind of like a nerdy stature, but he's still attractive and he's cool. I and never he's... said he wasn't attractive. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking out for Janet the whole time. Is he though? Because from the very beginning, she's like, 
yo, we should get out of here. And he's like, no, we need to use the phone, which like <laughs> true. But they also could have just waited in the car till morning. They weren't going to freeze to death. <laughs> he really wanted to use their phone. Which like I get, but also like clearly something was going on here <laughs> that she picked up on and he did not. Uh, if you're all listening, please write in and let us know if you feel like Elizabeth and Brad would be good together. At Thanks, Spencer. <laughs> the art of costume at gmail.com. Anyways, on with the show. <laughs> on with the show. On with Magenta, uh, played by Patricia Quinn. I love Magenta. I think she's my favorite character. She is like so hilarious. And I love how the whole time she's just like, I am here to get what I want. <laughs> like, which is back to Transylvania. Yeah. So. I I've loved this portrayal of Magenta forever. I mean, she's like kind of goth and edgy, a little bit vampire, uh, spooky. And her voice is like so cool. Whenever she sings, I'm she's perfect. She is. And she was one of the characters got got quite the change up from her stage look. Uh, Sue Blaine said she was supposed to be the maid. But we ignored that in the original and made her into this vampire lady. She was much more interesting as a vampette than as a maid. But in the film, she had to have a function. When we put a feather duster in her hand, I just had to add a little apron. <laughs> she was like, yeah, an apron, a feather duster. You're good. You're a maid. There you go. Yeah, she's a maid now. <laughs> That's so and, funny. Yeah. I love like it is like just traditional made but like you're right in the most like punk way possible yeah she's very rock and roll also very rock and roll we have dr frankenfurter oh man the legend everyone knows this character even if you haven't seen rocky horror picture show you mm -hmm. know tim curry's portrayal of frankenfurter you do you do and one of the things uh, Sue did for Rocky Horror was she kind of had like decades assigned for a lot of um, the characters. However, she said for Frankenfurter, well, who knows what period he's coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I like Sue's style, honestly. <laughs> right? Right? I don't want to do this. I don't know. Sure. No, she's sure. a vampire. Give her a feather duster, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This look is probably the most iconic, yeah. I would say, from Rocky Horror. The garters, the pearl necklace with, like, the corset. It's yeah. like, oh, yes, this is Rocky Horror right here. It's brilliant. It's hot. It's cool, fashionable. I love the pearls. That's, like, my favorite element to the costume. Mm -hmm. um, along with the garter. I mean, I've seen this done so many times by so many different people. It's such like a, an iconic costume. Absolutely. And it just gets more iconic when Dr. Frankenfurter is in the lab with yes. that green like medical dress. <laughs> That's my favorite Frankenfurter costume, actually, because I love the way that that green of the lab coat works with like the pale makeup face that he's that they're putting on with the pink mm -hmm. gloves. Ooh, that's like if I were to do any of these costumes for like Halloween or something, it'd be that one specifically. I yeah, you could pull that off. Um, <laughs> Thank you. 
very well. <laughs> no, I just think like, I don't know, it would look good on you. Um, I do love how it contrasts against Rocky, who is literally just wearing like a gold swimsuit. Yeah, I just don't understand why I thought that costume wouldn't look better on me than the lab coat. That's what I was getting at. But Well, okay. you mentioned wanting to wear that one. So <laughs> sorry, I supported you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Rocky is really being made as like the quote unquote perfect man and Frankenfurter's image. So yeah, he's just wearing a gold swimsuit, barely wearing anything. And he's wearing gold shoes too, right? Yeah, he's wearing like gold boxing shoes. Yeah. Which is just... The golden so perfect. Man. <laughs> yes. But I love like the mummy wrappings he has on at first and yeah. how like they undress. Cause I was like, when I first saw it, cause that was another thing I'd forgotten about was like his like mummy wrappings. And I was like, are they going to like unfurl him? Like what is <laughs> happening? And then the way it came off and like the pieces, I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. It's so cool. I love how they make Rocky to look like a statue, you know, like even the yeah. way when he's just standing there, he's just kind of like flexing, kind of mm -hmm. looking like the statue of David or something. I think, um, I think if I read, uh, cause uh, Rocky is played by Peter Hinwood, and I think he was just a model. Hey, I mean, it did the trick. Yeah. Um, so it's like perfect, especially yeah. considering he didn't talk that much. Who did do quite a bit was Meatloaf yes. as Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I didn't know till I did the research was that that was Meatloaf. Oh, that's so brilliant. Which I, you know, Meatloaf actually just passed away not too long ago. Yeah. So total rest in peace. Lots of lots of love uh, for the legacy left behind. Uh, this character being one of them it is so such a fun character. And we only have him for a few minutes. Yes. And like he has such a big impact on the movie for such a short amount of time that he's in it. Uh, Sue said that Eddie was straight out of the 50s. He was a mixture between Hell's Angel and a Teddy Boy, the English equivalent. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you can see that. You can see that. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the character that's like most easy to understand when he pulls in on mm -hmm. the motorcycle. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I know that guy. I don't know what else is going on here, but I know that guy. Absolutely. You're like, oh, yeah, he, he's a hell's angel. Sure. I would believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like he and Columbia are together, too. They're just like the perfect yeah. match. Also, it's just everything. This is the scene in the movie that made the most sense, you know? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up until the part he's murdered again, because I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like he died in a motorcycle accident and was brought back and then put into freeze. I don't know. <laughs> well, I I believe I read that. Maybe. I don't know. But I know that Frankenford used part of his brain to create Rocky. Is that what I read correctly? <gasps> oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So he's part of a, all the like Rocky horror super fans are like, come on, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. One of my favorite looks from this, though, is Columbia's like nighttime look with the Mickey Mouse ears. It's so uh, creepy to see. The, I don't know right? about taking something so soft and gentle and loving as Mickey Mouse ears and then putting it on her in this like creepy slumber party scene. It's kind of creepy and I love it. It's giving like murderous. <laughs> I, I kind of love it. Cause I feel like that's very like Columbia just like is here to have a good time. And I think is very like sweet and nice, but like, 
can't be in this situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she's not wearing makeup or at least not a lot of makeup in this one mm-hmm. scene too. So it's just, it feels like a total different character with her bright red fiery hair. She just looks wild in this moment and I love it. Absolutely. Uh, I also love uh, the dinner scene. especially magenta's new look because i'm like that must be more like what she looks like in the stage play definitely yeah she's looking a lot more uh sensual for sure she looks Mm -hmm. hot she looks good she looks Um, so good and even riffraff who we haven't really talked about too much uh he has like an open shirt he's kind of flexing a little bit too everyone's getting a little getting a little little sexy for dinner tonight um i do love riffraff's whole wardrobe um oh richard o'brien is riffraff uh and he does such a good job in this especially because like he's like an attractive man but they make him like uh, like the costume the like way he walks like the wig i'm like oh richard (laughs) o'brien it's kind of scary yeah i love it but i do love the big shoulder pad moment you know how i feel about a shoulder pad i know they're trying to give him a little bit they're trying to give him a little bit of like a hunchback but to me it's just giving like kind of like wounded but fashionable not so much hunchback you know well i just feel like this is my direction in life honestly if we're looking (laughs) at 30 40 years from now when we're on like season 20 of the art of costume blogcast (laughs) all right i'll plan accordingly um (laughs) i'll just start looking more like magenta it's fine um but I feel like that's just like his what he thinks he's supposed to look like as like a butler. And I'm right. like, that's such a wild take. But OK, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another look I actually love and I want to bring up is Frankenfurter's uh, jacket that, that he yeah. wears before dinner. It's so good with the pearls and all the patches and all the embellishments on this jacket. Again, it's very punk. I don't know if I've ever mm-hmm. really thought about the punk influences on uh you know, Rocky Horror. I need Absolutely. to do some more research into that. Yeah, I think it definitely is. It's I I feel like what suited was really pick up on like the emerging trends mm-hmm. and just put them all into Rocky, uh, which is probably why it's so unique looking, even after all these years. Yeah, I mean that that's a look that I could see like Gaga wearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just oh, like yeah. <laughs> in everyday life. So and then finally we have the floor show. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had somehow also forgotten about. It's been such a I didn't realize how long it'd been since I saw this movie. Like I thought I remembered the movie. And then I was like, no, I didn't. Yeah. We you tend to think of like time warp or you know, damn it, Jan or sweet transvestite. So by by the time you get to this part of the movie, your brain's kind of wiped, you know? <laughs> That's very true. And it's just like, it's so brilliant. And Sue talked about uh, this scene a little bit saying, the corsets alone cost $200. Nice. Then there was the problem of the pool sequence. We needed several corsets so one could dry out while the other one was in the water. I love it. It's almost like this is the beginning signs of like buying duplicates for costume design. You know, yeah. like this is recorded in 79. People are like, oh, my gosh, we had to get more than one costume. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, they've been doing it forever, but I'm sure she was just like, oh. Of course, they added a pool to this. Right. I would be a little upset, too. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. 
But I do, I do love like how they all just like perfectly match at the end. It's brilliant. I'm like, this is just like the perfect end to this wild, wild show. I love it. And it's kind of like built to kind of customize to each character a little bit, you know, like Mm -hmm. the different cuts of their corsets. It's, it's a lot of fun. And I'm like, wow, like, does it get better from here? And then it does. (laughs) Like this end sequence really brings it all because you have Riff Raff and Magenta in all their like Transylvanian glory being like, we got to get out of here. I love it. This is when they go full science fiction. Uh, very spooky. Bride of mm-hmm. Frankenstein to the left. Uh, I don't really know how to describe riffraffs. I get really stuck on the hair. It's such a choice. <laughs> it's such right? a choice. I get what they're doing, but it just, it's so wild. It's so weird. It's crazy. Um, and talking about it a little bit, Sue said... I think the most important thing about this is that there's a lot of love in it. I don't mean that in an emotional sense, but in the care that was taken to make things work. Details were very important to us. For example, Brian came up with the idea of the Transylvanian logo, which was that little bolt of lightning, which you see on the Griffins and on Riff Raff and Magenta's space outfit. I carried over the motif to the Transylvanians who all wear these little lightning bolt pins on their sleeves. It's these little touches that make Rocky work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. And I did. That's another thing I didn't notice till this time around. When I did the research and I was like, oh, let me let me see. And it's like you see this little lightning bolt like all over the place. Yeah, it's it's a good point. I tend to. I feel like people tend to think of the Rocky Horror costumes as just like these cheap cabaret costumes. Maybe Mm -hmm. cheap's not the right word, but just like they're just like fun, quirky costumes. But there actually is a lot of great detail in them. A lot of great motifs, you know, pins. And just even looking at the textiles and fabrics of these two costumes in particular, it looks really well done. For a $1,600 budget, this is incredible work (laughs) you know (laughs) it blows my mind that that was the budget absolutely and it has you know it has survived time and people started dressing up like rocky very very early and she said to the official magazine unless you've really witnessed it you can't comprehend it people would say to me you ought to see this thing the kids are actually dressing up (laughs) from my point of view i thought it would be just a group of tacky kids in awful makeup and a pair of high heels i was just amazed at how good they looked what the kids have actually understood is the whole look of the costume they've managed to get the silhouette right Their costumes aren't just a conglomeration of details, but a whole coherent shape. Wow. And that was from 1979 to think that is now 2023. And there are still year round screenings and parties of Mm -hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show just blows my mind. And (laughs) I mean, people work really hard on these costumes, too, which they might be spending upwards of sixteen hundred dollars, honestly, like put together whole stage shows. So it just really shows the power of costume design and storytelling, um, you know, that collaboration between the two worlds. And yeah, it's this is kind of like an ideation of everything that we do here. I really love it. Rocky Horror just is such like a great example. 
It really is. And it's a, you know, a testament to the power of theater and what we all do. Like, because this is a lot of a lot of people's entrance into theater, the theater world is through doing the play or being part of a shadow cast. So it really has an important place. Yeah, I'm jealous. I've never been to a screening before. So if anyone knows of any, hit Elizabeth and I (laughs) up (laughs) because we'll be there. (laughs) Please. I want to do one. It sounds so fun. I'm jealous. I really want to go to one, too. They sound fun. And what would you wear? Oh, my gosh. That's such a good question. Probably a magenta look. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I feel like that's easy for you to do. Like, I feel like that's an easy transition. Yeah. That or Columbia's first, like, glittery look. Okay. If you want, like, a little bit of a challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I would do really well in a gold Speedo, but just for, like, (laughs) practicality reasons, I'm doing green lab coat with the pink gloves. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't think I could show that much body. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we've come to the end of... Rocky Horror Picture Show. We'll take a little break and be right back. Hi, this is Dan, audio engineer of the Blogcast, here to let you know that if you wanted to support the show you can head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome Tee Public merch with the Blogcast logo. We have shirts, sweaters, coffee mugs, stickers, and of course, a baby onesie. Thank you for all of your support. Just a jump to the left. Put your hands on your hips and bring your knees in tight. What's the pelvic thrust? That really drives the insane. I love how they have like I guess like that their official dance of Transylvania. I feel like that's what that is. If the real world actually did the time warp, just like as maybe instead of the Pledge of Allegiance, let's say, I feel we like... We would the, come together as a nation better. <laughs> I really think so. <laughs> Imagine the Super Bowl, all right? We get rid of the National Anthem, which, by the way, I like the National Anthem. I'm not saying yeah. to get rid of it. But just <laughs> imagine if our National Anthem was a time warp. Imagine how fun America would be. We'd be so much more fun. We would yeah. get along better. It just everyone walks out to the field and you just hear dun, 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 with like a guitars and when it's <laughs> pelvic thrusting. I love this idea. Can yeah. Daniel, if you're listening, can you get uh doctor no not doctor, I don't know why I said doctor, President Joe Biden's <laughs> phone number? <laughs> You were thinking about his wife Spencer. I started Dr. to say Jill. Jill, but I felt like I was just gonna go straight to the I source. I she could help us with this as well. I feel like the she would like it. The first lady does cultural things. Vice president's definitely into it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I have to work on this. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we're back from break. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to play our favorite game? Definitely. The one costume to rule them all. Spencer, what was your one costume to rule them all? Mine was easy. It's always been my favorite costume. I'm in love with the Transylvanian black and white costumes that have the fun pops of color. They're just fun. Yes. They're all unique. And it's like a costume I've just always wanted for myself. A sophisticated black costume with like some... I. What you all should know about me is I love a funky sunglasses. Uh, I don't... I, you do. I love to just get funky sunglasses. <laughs> They're colorful, fun, and big, which is kind of... I wonder if it's because I love to wear all black. So maybe that's your way of finding like a pop of color. So, oh, yeah. Oh, making some connections there. So, there yeah. Go. Those are my favorite costumes. All of the above with the little golden pirate hat on top, too. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> what about you? My one costume to rule them all. I had a hard time with this, Spencer. Oh, she never really has a hard time. I don't usually. But this is just packed with so many great looks. But I did go for Frank and Dr. Frankenfurter's core look, which okay. is the sequined corset with the garters and the um, fingerless gloves, yes. the pearls, the tattoo, the hair, makeup. Everything looks amazing. <laughs> Everything works. Tim Curry, flawless. It's amazing. It's iconic. Because this is one of the looks where you're like, yeah, that's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, can you think of a more iconic costume? Honestly, this is up there with like Dorothy's red slippers and yeah. Cher from Clueless. It's just that iconic of a costume. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you agree with us or disagree with us, you can let us know by leaving a voicemail at 626 1826 or, you know, email us. At the art of costume blogcast at gmail.com. Oh, wow. Well, that is a wrap on our musical cabaret month. That was fun. Yes. I liked, you know, we did burlesque, which yes. I love, Rocky Horror, but we're getting into July, which I think you all already know what that means. Speaking of the national anthem, Spencer. <laughs> We have once again come to what is our patriotic duty to celebrate America's ass with Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Daniel, can you please add in like the national anthem at this moment? <laughs> we salute you, Captain America, and that beautiful... Yes firm ass uh i'm really looking forward to our next episode um if you want to catch up for the now two years we've been doing this podcast every fourth of july we do a captain america episode uh so the third one is civil war which i've honestly only think i've seen once so i'm kind oh, of excited really? yeah i don't i know t'challa's in it which that's gonna be fun yeah um, it's, I, it, I think it's the, it's the first movie with T'Challa. Yeah. And I like it. I think it's definitely, I think because it came before like Infinity War, I think it's definitely one that kind of takes a backseat. People forget about it. I, okay. Let's see. I bet I know the answer to this. Are you team Iron Man or team Captain America? I'm team Bucky. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> but is he on team Captain America? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was Team Iron Man. 
Yeah. Like Iron Man's got a point, but also like Iron Man, get it together. This was not the way to go about it. <laughs> like he needed to think that through a lot more because what was proposed was not okay. <laughs> well, let's take the next week to think about it. Also, maybe we'll, we'll let y'all know where we stand in our next episode. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the art of costume pod or on TikTok at the art of costume don't forget to hit up our merch store at theartofcostume.com slash podstore. And as always, leave us a five-star text review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. It does. And everybody have a fabulous two weeks. I cannot wait for this episode. <laughs> Thank you. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. What's up? Hello. <laughs> um, are you doing slides? Oh, don't even say yeah. it. Don't don't say it. <laughs> okay, you can share now. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> the self-realization was so quick in that moment um i just saw your eyebrows start to twitch and i was like uh-oh <laughs> i mean honestly that's not even what i was thinking about um i mean there's no summary but you know that's fine oh god <laughs> it's rocky horror picture show what do you guys need to know okay, actually hold on. that's great no wing wing that summary don't don't write anything. Just wing it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. That would be funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I'll try to do that. Okay.